Mama, I hear you. You want to be the go-to person for your daughter. You want her to think of you first when she needs advice or a shoulder to cry on. There are some things I'm going to push against you today. I say it all in love, sister, so hear me out. Today we're going to talk about you and how you show up for your daughter. This episode is really about you and the boundaries we need to establish in order to show up the mom we want to be. And your girl not only gets the best version of you, but is willing to go to you too. Before we do that, I love, 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 love reviews. Have I ever told you that? It blesses me to hear from moms of teens and tween girls and the impact this podcast has on them. Here's one from Anita Wong. Wow, helpful, organized, and straightforward. I have two teenage daughters and the roller coaster of emotions involved in raising them is no joke, right? This podcast is so relevant and Jeannie introduces simple strategies to help get through the tough times while understanding the reasons behind why girls act up. I love that it's easy to understand and reminds me that I am not alone on this road to raising confident and happy daughters. It's definitely a tricky venture and I can use all the advice that I can get. Well, thank you so much, Anita Wong. I love this and I love the fact that Yes, I do my best to give as much as advice and help out moms in this season. So thank you, thank you. And yes, you are not alone. If you find this episode, at the end of this episode, helpful and useful, I would love for you to go down to the bottom and leave a review as well. It blesses me so much and it's the biggest thank you that I can ever receive. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything even if she was scared, and listened to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her, until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team, and create a safe space for her to go to, so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot, and throw off those fuzzy slippers, and let's dig in together. Call a few years ago, I was actually training for a fitness competition. Yes, I did fitness. I, I really do love health and fitness as you get to know me a little bit more. I love nutrition. I love working out. I decided to go ahead and challenge my physical goals and do a fitness competition. It was a goal I had set for myself and something I actually am proud that I have done and accomplished, but it did come with a price. I was always tired because of the strict diet that I was on and mentally drained from the hours of working out. And during this time, I'm also sad to admit that I didn't show up my best for my kids or my poor husband. Although I was taking care of my physical body, I was not taking care of the other areas to keep myself healthy, nor did I establish any type of boundaries to even be aware of the type of things that I was doing to my family. And it reflected in my attitude and impatience towards my family. And I hate to admit it, but I was just plain mean. Always hungry and out of energy. 
So my kids stayed clear away from me for the next three months up to my competition. And mom was back to normal after that. I joke about this by sharing this story, but maybe the story may have stirred something up in, in you or some memories or emotions. Maybe you had a bad day at work or became irritable because you had so much on your plate and every minute was given up to help somebody else. Or maybe you have this desire to take that yoga class that you've always wanted, but something always seem to come up and you feel guilty that you have to be the one to take care of it. And over time, that plays a toll on you. You're tired, the guilt combined with just not having enough time for yourself has caused you to be the least version of what you wanted to be, Mama. So Mama, you are getting caught up in this guilt of having to pour into everyone else's cup before yours is even filled. We have this tendency to do that to ourselves, like deplete to the point of exhaustion, and we no longer show up to be our best selves, right? For the people who need us most. For our daughter who would love to go to her mom, but not when she's grumpy or unenjoyable to be around. Frankly, I wouldn't want to hang around me either when I'm grumpy and not my best self. Again, today's episode is about you, Mama, and the boundaries that we really do need to set so that we can show up to be the best version for our daughter. Are you ready? Here are some five boundaries, right, <laughs> that you would you could establish for yourself. These are things you can think about and write them down. So you can reflect back on them and see what you can do to establish some of these boundaries for yourself. Number one, you do not need to be the go-to person, right? That's our desire is to become that go-to person. But in actuality, you don't need to be that go-to person. What I mean by that is that you do not need to handle what other people can already do. Release what others can handle. You don't need to be the pickup person for your daughter when you have sons or other siblings or even a husband that can drive as well. Utilize carpool, right? That's what the beauty of carpool is about. You do not need to take on the load that somebody else can handle. Her schedule, your daughter's schedule, is not your schedule. Just because she has a busy schedule doesn't mean that your schedule is just as busy. What can you put the responsibility back on her to take care and manage so that you don't have to manage it on top of your own personal schedule that you have to manage, right? She is probably old enough to start handling the things that she's responsible for. Schoolwork, right? Homework. It'll help her get organized. It's a life skill she's going to need to learn anyway. So might as well start giving her the responsibility to handle all of that. Things that she might be uh, interested in. Her hobbies. What is she responsible in making sure that you know about it and not you telling her what she needs to do, right? That's the flop. You can release that. Let her be responsible and let you know what she, where she needs to be, what time she needs to be there, what class, you know, she has in order to um, make it there on time. 
even her friend's schedule. She can design her own activity. She can plan her own friend gathering, right? Of course, with your permission, but you do not need to get into the details of planning that. She can do it and bring it to you. Number two, establish your rocks in your schedule. What's most important to you? What do you need most, Mama? For me, it's Bible time. I always have my Bible time in the morning. My kids know that. Do not bother Mama during her time with Jesus. Workouts. My work, of course, but because of the beauty of working from home, I can have a flexible schedule when it comes to work, but it does need to get done, right? So that's a rock, a flexible rock, I should say. Family time, establishing at least once a week family time that's dedicated to spending some time with the family and with each other. And then date nights with my hubby. Those are my rocks that I've established, and those are the boundaries I'm establishing that are immovable. My Bible time, my workouts, my work, family time, and date nights. Number three, third boundary is eliciting help. Pass off what you no, no longer need to own. This includes like household chores. Are you still doing their laundry? Because you know they're old enough to do their own laundry. Your daughter is old enough to do her own laundry. If she skips a week and has nothing to wear, that is a life lesson she's going to have to learn. She either wears her dirty clothes, which she probably likely is, but over time, natural consequences, I think her friends will let her know that it's time for her to do her laundry or she'll learn. Let her do her own laundry. Maybe some of her cooking in my house. My love language is really acts of service, so I do enjoy providing a good meal for my family still, but I only do that for dinner and breakfast and lunch. It's completely up to them. It's everybody's in charge of their own meal and I do not need to feed them any longer. They need to learn how to cook and so they can cook their breakfast and their lunch and they can do the planning around it, right? Other community chores around the house that has been established, dishes, trash, lawn, things that we can no longer feel the need to be responsible for as far as doing them and also planning them, right? Pass off, elicit help, and pass off what you no longer need to own. Can you imagine those type of responsibilities off your shoulders? How much time it allows you just to breathe, just to slow down a bit. When we do that, can you imagine how well and healthy that is for us to just be able to slow down, to listen to our own bodies, to take the time to care for what we need in order to be the best version of ourselves, right? And be okay to choose you first. Number four, be okay to choose you first. You've probably heard this before, that you're only as good as how you show up. In order to show up to be the best person you need to be is that you actually need to invest in being a good person in how you show up, <laughs> if that makes sense. I hope I didn't confuse you, but being okay to choose your first, allowing yourself some personal time, right? Asking your husband, hey, can I have the house all to myself for a whole day? Do you mind just entertaining our daughter and taking her out on a date 
while I just stay at home and absolutely do nothing. Can you imagine? When was the last time you absolutely did nothing? Put your feet up on the couch, binged on maybe a great rom-com movie? When was the last time you've done that? I Sometimes, you know, what I like to do is I actually like to clean the house. And that's like mentally refreshing for me. Again, my my love language is acts of service. So cleaning the house with no disturbances or no distractions actually fills me. Being okay to choose you first so that you can fill your cup is a mindset thing. You got to first be okay to choose your first. Got to tell yourself, you are okay to choose you first. Do not feel guilty. You're okay. They don't need you as much as you as you think they need you, right? And they really don't. Teenagers really want their independence. And for you to let go of that, how awesome is that for both of you? It's a win-win. Time alone also can mean girls trips. Once a year, I make sure I go on a trip with just my girlfriends. And it is so refreshing to be able to do that. No guilt. Actually, my husband encourages it because when I come back, I come back so refreshed, so filled by just being with my girls, spending time in nature, and I'm a better mom and I'm a better wife when I come back. So doing a girl's trip, being okay to choose you first. Number five, learning to say no. I know it almost sounds cliche now to say, hey, you need to learn to say no, but are we really doing that? Are we really saying no when we need to say no? Or are we allowing mom guilt to overtake us and we end up saying, well, I'll just do it for this reason, or I have to because so-and-so, or if I don't do that, she's going to think that I'm an awful mom, or this or that, all the excuses that we can think of so that we don't need to say no. And it's even saying no to ourselves the need to feel needed. Ouch. The need to feel needed. And I say that out of experience too, right? Can we say no to ourselves as well to the need of wanting to be needed, right? Because that's also unhealthy to feel, to want to be needed when they, you know, they don't really need you, right? It's, It's unhealthy because we feed into that that guilt of doing things for other people, right? That doesn't even set a good example for our daughters too, is to always people please. Your daughter needs to respect your time and space. And when you say no and you respect your time and your space, you're also modeling that to your daughter, that she also can value her time and her space when it comes to other people. Learning to say no is healthy. It's okay not to be available all the time. I'll say it one more time. It's okay not to be available all the time. It almost sounds opposite, right, of what you're thinking. Like, I need to be available for my daughter. My daughter needs me during this time. It's the teen tween years. I need to be available all the time. No, you don't. You don't need to be available all the time. There's a difference between being present and intentional But that doesn't mean to be available 24-7. That's exhausting for you and that's exhausting for your daughter. She's probably going to feel smothered by that. 
this expectation of I'm always going to be available for her, but she doesn't want me. Uh, my expectations is that she's going to need me, but she doesn't want me. Now I'm feeling guilty because what am I doing wrong, right? No, 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 no. It's okay to say no. It's okay not to be available all the time. Being available and thinking that you need to be available all the time, it's actually unhealthy. It's encouraging an unhealthy relationship of codependency. So give yourself permission to say no. I am not available right now. I would love to hear this, but I need to take care of me, right? Pick. It's okay to choose your first and be present and intentional when you need to be. You'll show up a lot better when you do these things. So this is a, I needed to learn this because sometimes moms, we think that <clears throat> this relationship between mother and our children and our daughter is there are no boundaries that we can cross over their boundary and she can cross over my boundary, but that's an unrealistic lie or actually it's a lie. It's not unrealistic. It's actually a straight out lie that we don't need boundaries. We do need boundaries. We need healthy boundaries in order to establish healthy relationships. So going back to the five, you do not need to be the go-to person. Give yourself permission that you don't need to be the mom has all the answers person. Establish your rocks for what you need most. Elicit help for the things you no longer need to own. And it's time to pass it off to people who can own it. Be okay to choose your first and learn to say no. What boundaries will you establish today if you haven't set any of these yet for yourself? I want you to grab that notebook that you've been writing notes in, and I want you to utilize these five points that I've shared today to establish your own boundaries. Now, they don't have to look like mine. Your rocks won't look like my rocks. I encourage you to establish them for yourselves. What's important is that you establish these, right, so that you can fill your cup. And it's out of the overflow where you get to be pleasant around your loved ones. It's out of the overflow where your daughter sees you and enjoys being with you because you're personally filled, right? Because you've established these boundaries. You're personally filled and have the slow time, the downtime, and even time to fill in for personal care. Like, I love getting my nails done. I'm not feeling guilty about it because I made some time and passed off a chore that I normally probably would have done at home, but now I have some free time to go get my toes done by myself. And that is okay, mama, because you're going to show up as a better person, a better version of you, the true person who you ultimately are, and your daughter is going to enjoy you and feel safe to approach you and you become her person that she's willing to go to, right? So I hope this has been helpful for you. And if you found this episode helpful or transformative in any way, I would love for you to leave a review below. Again, it's my way of feeling blessed by the words that I read and I do read the reviews. And hey, I might even read it over the air in one of my other episodes. We'll see. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. 
You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.